Creative Brain Candy by creators for creators. Let's see how good your research really is. What is <clears throat> the grandfather paradox? I, <laughs> I've got to be honest with you, Ray. I didn't exactly finish <clears throat> the manual. It was like a brick. I'm more of a quick start pamphlet kind of girl. Yes, sure. I mean, hey, who's got the time? You know, it's only history we're messing with. Look, I'm not totally stupid. I mean, I can safely talk to you because everyone knows that you're obsessed with time travel. So? So, no one will believe you when you tell them about this. Very clever, Ray. Double bluff. Still don't believe you. What about chaos theory? You do know about chaos theory, right? <laughs> Yes, of course. Chaos theory is the idea that all actions have consequences. When you take that quantumly... Okay, um, bit of advice. When you are talking about this stuff, might be a good idea to speak with a bit more confidence about it. Okay, well, I will. I'll bear that in mind. Thank you. Chaos theory is basically the idea that tiny things can have huge consequences. So because you delayed me from going through there, all of the little things that I was going to do have been delayed subsequently. And that has a knock-on effect, which can totally change the future. So, so wait, that means you're going to drink your pint a little bit later, which means you're going to go to the bathroom a little bit later. My God, Ray, you're right. That's terrible. We're all doomed. <laughs> Do you have any idea how rare it is to find a girl who's into science fiction who doesn't have everything pierced? How do you know I haven't? <sighs> um, listen, you should come through. Join us. I'll tell the guys what a good job you did. Have they paid you yet? I could get you a tip. Not in a stripper kind of a way. Because you're not a stripper, obviously. Not that you wouldn't make a good one. You'd make a fine one. I'm sure you'd look great naked. Well put. No. Thank you. I, I have to go, actually. Oh, no. Oh, well, what's the rush? Well, I've got a time leak to find, remember? Of course. Okay. Um, well, I'll uh, see you later, then. Hey, in the future. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Could you... Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. Mm. Not bad. Not bad at all. Can't really say I'm buying the uh, time-travelling skeleton thing. A bit too Terminator. Wow. But I like the sexy time-traveller. Mm. How does it end? I don't know, because I'm not making it up. She was real. I know what it is. You know you can, like, pay a prostitute to, like, act things out for you? Mm. No, I don't. Someone who knows Ray really well has treated him to a time-travelling hooker. She was nice. <laughs> and you didn't even sleep with her. That was probably even a prize. <laughs> she wasn't a prostitute. You should have slept with her. You know why? Why? Because she'd have probably shagged you into the middle of next week. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. 
And this week, we discussed the British sci-fi comedy that does time travel better than 95% of the time travel movies out there, starring Chris O'Dowd, Anna Ferris, Dean Lennox Kelly, and Mark Wooten. It's 2009's Frequently Asked Questions About Time Travel. But first, he's the nerd who gets way into his role and obsesses over time travel. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? Excuse me. I prefer Imagineer. Duly noted. Nerd is derogatory. <laughs> the N-word, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing good. Yourself? I Super busy. Super yeah? busy. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so do you think the uh, next episode will come out before this episode? I might. I'm not sure yet. Uh, perfect. Wait a wait sounds a like, wait a rub like salt my show. in that wound though. Yeah, sounds like my show though. No, it's We're nowhere recording. near we as convoluted as convoluted no uh, schedule. Yeah. Yeah. No idea when this is gonna release. Yeah. All right. So around CBC this week, we've got a couple of new shows, uh uh or a couple shows that have released new episodes. So simply Stogies has released two new videos. Uh, one going over the cigars and coffee, uh, Castagli, Daughters of the Wind, Robusto, and one that's uh, JDN Antonio CT with the uh, Intotega Isabella. I have no idea what those mean. Uh, it's some kind of cigar co- yeah. coffee talk, but definitely check he out seems, those videos. He seems to smoke a lot of Castagli. He, that, I think that's his favorite brand. Yeah. Yeah, or he got a really good deal on a bunch of them. He's got, what, over a thousand cigars, so... I don't know, we don't get the cigar update like we used to. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, his his hoard keeps growing. It does, it does. For all we know, it could be over 1,500. But, because until he refutes that, that's what I'm guessing. <laughs> Also, uh, Sadik wrapped up their Marvelous Summer coverage with Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. We did. We did. We did. And uh, over on the Video Game Lounge, the guys are talking about head trauma, apparently, because John's missing, so I'm assuming some sort of massive head wound. Uh, Kevin seems to remember why he has a knot on his head. Again, head wound and memory loss. Um, and Andrew still can't remember where his missing games are, so I'm attributing that to uh, head trauma as well. So it's all about head trauma and memory loss over on the video game lounge this week. Yeah, that sounds very trauma traumatizing. <laughs> head traumatizing. Yeah, you got any head- news for us this week? I do. I've got uh, I've got superhero news and I've got science news. I got a little bit of both. Let's start. You know what? I'm going to go super science, super science, you know, just kind of mix it up. So uh, first piece, uh, we're going to go superhero. Uh, Sasha uh, Kaye or Kali. Uh, you know, she's Hispanic. Uh, she's going to be the new Supergirl uh, in the, f- I think she's making a, a an appearance in The Flash um, for the D- uh, DCEU. Uh, there is talks, not really talks. It's pretty much been, um, it's been confirmed. Uh, she is getting her own TV show on HBO Max. Uh, they originally were going to do a movie, but then decided that the uh, a series would fit the format better. I thought there was uh, already a, a Supergirl series out there. 
There is. There is a uh, Supergirl series on the CW in the Arrowverse. Uh, it is on its last season. Um, it is wrapping up as we speak. I'm not sure how many more episodes are left, um, but they're canceling that one or ending it. I don't know how you want to say it. I'm um, not quite sure how they're going to, well, DCEU and Arrowverse, two different universes, so they really don't have to wrap anything up in a nice bow. Uh, for that. So that's interesting. Uh, wait, 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 wait. How are they two different universes if they're going to do the whole Flash brings everything together, Flash movie brings everything together thing? I don't know. I mean, they're talking about, uh, is Flash bringing everything together? I thought they were doing Flashpoint, which was breaking the existing universe. Um, I know the well, Arrowverse... I mean, they, they have a bunch of actors from all the different movies and I thought TV shows coming into the flash movie, right? Uh, I, I know. I mean, if we even Batman? see the flash movie, if it actually sees the light of right. day, but right. I think, yeah, Michael Keaton is supposedly in the flash, uh, movie. So uh, maybe they are, maybe they're going to wrap it all together. But, uh, as far as I know, the CW series is still going strong with the other stuff. Um, flash, Superman, and Lois, DC uh, Legends of Tomorrow is got one more season left in it. Yeah, it sounds like it's going strong with them closing out all the shows. Just the one. Uh, uh, Supergirl is closing. Well, they got this rid year. of Arrow, the show that well, they didn't the Arrow versus is named after. Yeah, they they didn't get rid of it. What they do you mean they didn't finally, get rid of it? They just finally closed it. They wrapped it up. It's so it's no longer in existence. Yeah, but it'd been going for 10 years. So uh, Flash has got another two seasons, I think, on his contract. So I what others did they they get rid of? They've gotten rid of several others as well. No, that's uh, that's about it, really. Uh, Supergirl is going. Legends of Tomorrow goes next year. And Arrowverse has already been gone. So they've got the Superman and Lois that they just brought. And then uh, uh, Flash, the Flash. Uh, Black Lightning is gone. Oh, Star Star Girl um, is still going, and Black Lightning technically wasn't ever part of that universe. Yes, it was. No, no, not until they did the Crisis on Infinite Earths and then brought it in. So I never really considered it part of the Arrowverse. That was kind of a afterthought because I think, if I'm not mistaken, Black Lightning started somewhere else. No, no, it was on the CW. It just never was in the Arrowverse uh, universe until after their little uh, Infinite Earths crossover thing that they did and tried to bring everything together, yet didn't because DCEU still exists. So you're saying that all these other shows were part of the Arrowverse from the beginning, except for Black Lightning, and they retconned that? Black Lightning was. Yeah, uh, Black Lightning wasn't part of the Arrowverse, and neither was Supergirl. Um, Supergirl started on NBC, um, and then they did the crisis thing and reverted it into um, uh, into the Arrowverse. So when it was when she originally got onto the CW, it was two different universes, two different Earths, and she would visit or Flash would visit each other's uh, things using a uh, dimensional gateway device. They science fucking sounds stupid. I am so yeah. glad I didn't get into these shows. Well, you know, you're asking a lot of questions for not wanting to get into it because it's confusing as shit. 
Oh, well, just say, okay, fine, and moving on. Fine, moving on. Okay, great. Uh, so, uh, let's see. We found an Einstein ring. Um, it is enabling us to see what's happening in the galaxy almost at the dawn of time. So, there is a uh, there are smears of light called the molten ring that are stretched out and warped by some gravitational fields. And uh, they are magnifications and duplications of a galaxy that has traveled 9.4 billion light years. Um, So by looking at this, uh, they have been able to see the baby boom, basically, when the universe was still in its infancy. Not the Big Bang, but the baby boom. Four billion Uh, years into its infancy, but yeah. Yeah. Or five billion. Close to five billion, yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, almost 5 billion. Yeah, cuz uh they uh, they think it's uh, 13.8 billion years is when it uh blinked into existence, so um the universe supposedly. Yeah. Um so that is kind of interesting that they found that and they're able to look into it. We'll see what comes of that uh that study in the next few years, you know, cuz they find these things and then it takes forever to to analyze it takes a lot of time to go through data it does it does take a long time to crunch data Um, there's a couple pictures of it uh, that will be posted in the show notes looks pretty interesting the little bubble gravitational bubble thing that it that the telescope picked up so that's cool what else you got up all right, back to super uh, hero. Uh, let's stick with the whole super uh, Superman, Supergirl uh, oh, style why? here. Not only do you bring ah. superhero news to my sci-fi show, but you bring shitty superhero news to my sci-fi yeah. show. Well, so so Tom Welling, uh, who was the star of Smallville back in the day, yeah, uh, he uh, went on the record and said that he wants to come back as Superman. Um, specifically, he'd like to come back, uh, to hang out with his buddy, Robert Pattinson. What? So, yeah, apparently they're buddies and, uh, uh, he was, he is not, as he said, he says, my buddy, Rob Pattinson, he's going to be the new Batman. It would be fun to be the Superman that shows up in his movie just because he's a friend of mine. You know, so, so what's interesting about this is Tom has basically like when he got done with Smallville, he said, I'm done. Uh, Clark Kent's gone. There's no Superman. I'll never wear the Cape. Uh, that kind of deal. He didn't want to wear the Superman Cape. Uh, in fact, he didn't wear it at all. Um, they CGI'd it onto him in the final shot of the movie. Uh, because that's not what, or not the movie of the TV show. Um, and, he got convinced to come back for the Arrowverse Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover, which was kind of cool, um, except he get, had given up his powers because apparently that's a thing, and uh, he was a normal dude. Um, but he still kicked Lex's ass, so that was fun. So they did a and Superman 2? Basically, I guess. Oh and then, and then uh, now he wants to be back again, uh, more specifically as Superman. So, I see one fuck up a one man rock fight. Well, they could. Um, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with uh, 
Tom Welling coming back. I think it's been in, uh, it'd be interesting. He's got a new show coming out called The Professionals or something like that. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of what he's been in since Smallville, and I never watched Smallville. I knew that he was in it, but Smallville uh, never. A lot Smallville of, seemed like Superman teenage angst. Yeah, he did a lot of um, little stuff. Uh, he had a couple of. He had a couple of movies that he was in. I think those happened uh, cheaper by the dozen. Um, so those happened. Oh, that's right. He was, was in that. Yeah, it was still going on. Um, little research on the fly here. Film wise, not a whole lot. Um, he let's see. Lucifer was the next thing that he did. So from 2011 to 2017, he did Dick All. Yeah, um, so I would want all that all that Superman money too if I had like oh yeah. shit for work. Yeah, um, apparently he was being a dad or being a being a husband, you know, and just kind of chilling out and doing his own thing. Okay, um, whatever. Kinda I got, don't kind of got out of the got out of the acting biz after uh, Smallville for the most part. I'd rather have somebody who you know wants to be Superman and didn't say they don't well, want to be Superman anymore in the past. He wants to be Superman. Okay. So he wants to be Superman because his buddy's Batman. He thinks it's going to be kind of a cool time to hang out on at work and, and yeah, play superhero. drink some brewskis and, and whatnot. What's well, he going to okay, bring so to the he role? Did, he did Smallville for 10 years and you know, as soon as Smallville ends, they're like, oh, are you going to play Superman? Because about that time, that's when they were looking for a new Superman. Oh, you're going to do Superman, blah, blah, blah. And he's, you know, he was burnt out. He's like, no, no, I'm good. Well, that that was 10 years ago, 2011. It's 2021. He's ready. Well, then why Let's did he this. say, I'm never going to play Superman again? I don't want to wear the he cape. Was, he was young and impressionable, and he says, okay. you know, kids say the darndest things, okay? Right, okay. What else? Yeah. What else you got? All right, here we go. It's happening. Starfleet is a thing. What? Starfleet, it's going to be a thing. Yeah, because Captain James Tiberius Kirk is heading to space oh, next this. month. So yeah, William Shatner, yeah, yeah, William Shatner is jumping on the penis rocket and heading to space in October for his little fifteen minutes of glory. Um, so all I hey, can say that's is the Bezos first step. Better not fucking kill Captain Kirk. <laughs> that, and he better wear a fucking Starfleet uniform just for the oh, sheer I don't care if he craziness. No, do it. Uniform do it. Or not. Okay, if anything, he needs to do a captain's log while he's up there. <laughs> you know, because he does, he already does that. He, you know, on Twitter, he was doing that for a while. He was doing the whole captain's log thing during uh, COVID. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. We talked about, we covered it one time. He, he was doing captain's logs about his dogs and stuff. Yeah, I don't know um, if you know this, but when you do the news, I kind of tune everything out. You tune everything out. Yeah. Well, James, James, uh, paid attention to it because he even commented on it. So he'll deny it, but he pays attention. Um, anyway, so that's, uh, that's interesting. Uh, captain Kirk, he'll be captain of, uh, the penis rocket. That's all I got. All right. Who's ready for a pod crawl? Uh, please let's do this. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod 
crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. In a Superman the movie-esque opening credits, they really want everyone to know this is an HBO film. Ray is a starship trooper whose army performs prophylactic genocide on unevolved species that might someday possibly pose a threat to their future civilization. However, that deviates from the script for a kiddie ride in an amusement park, so Ray is stripped of rank and told to hit the unemployment line. His friends from work, whose costumes make them look like the offspring of Barney the Dinosaur after an ecstasy bender with a Teletubby, give him no end of grief as they make their way to the local pub. There they discuss ways Hollywood could suck less when it's time for another round and Ray has to buy. On his way back to the table, he meets Cassie, who claims she's a time traveler looking for a time leak, and doesn't appear to be very good at her jerk. Thinking it's a prank from his friends because he's a big time travel nerd, he plays it off and rejoins Pete and Toby. Pete goes to take a piss, and when he comes back, sees the pub destroyed and everyone in it dead. Freaking out, Pete goes back into the bathroom to gather his courage, but when he returns to the pub, it's back to normal. Pete is a convert, and now believes Ray's story about the time traveling mystery girl. He takes his friends to the pisser, recreates his rendition of Total Eclipse of the Heart, as a threesome this time, and they come out in a seemingly normal pub again. But when Pete and Toby head back to their booth, it's taken by themselves from 30 minutes previous. Freaking out, they decide to hide in a broom closet, while Ray goes to talk with Cassie again, who blows him off thinking he's trying to put moves on her. She disappears into the future only to come straight back again saying she fucked up. They have a romantic swing conversation that's interrupted, and Cassie heads back to the future to investigate. Pete and the boys need to recycle some beer, but not wanting to shoot back into the past again, they use the ladies' room. However, the ladies' room also has a time leak, and they end up in the far-flung future when they emerge. Pete immediately re-enters the ladies' before his even more future self can emerge from the men's to warn them all to not go back in. It seems Pete has been time-traveling for a while and doesn't want to talk about it. Ray and Pete do some exploring after finding warmer clothes, weapons and food, and they all discover a mural from the past with the exact hobo outfits they are currently wearing. When some scary shopping cart noises spook them, they decide to take their chances in the pisser, and when they emerge, they are sometime between their time and the apocalypse at a fan dress-up gathering where everyone looks like them. They get contacted by Millie, who says she knows of their predicament, and can take them back to their time. She escorts the three Imagineers back to the bathroom, and back to their time. They reason it out that their claim to fame is a single sheet torn from Toby's book of brain vomit, and they find the faded page which glows like Marcellus Wallace's soul. Ray goes to take another leak, this time outside near the swing set, and surprise, Cassie is there. She thinks they have only been gone for 30 or so minutes, and when Ray tells her about the other leak and Millie, she informs Ray that Millie is an editor, time travelers who kill creatives after their pinnacle work. Ray goes back in to warn the other two while Cassie tries to head back to HQ, Millie shows up, and while Ray tries to bluff her with his prop gun from work, Toby tries to burn the page to save their lives. But Millie blows the place up, saving the page and killing everyone inside, fulfilling Pete's vision of the future. However, with his body bleeding out, Ray reaches up to knock over a Guinness, simultaneously committing a party foul, and saving their lives as the beer washes away the writing on the page. Everything reverses, they are back at the booth, memories of their experiences intact, they decide to head home for the night, and roll Cassie coming through a portal saying they are the only hope for the future. Credits. All right, 2009's frequently asked questions about time travel, a movie with probably the longest title that we've ever reviewed. Yeah, is that going to fit? It'll fit. On the pod? Okay. It'll fit. 
We'll see. FAQ. Yeah, you could shorten it as FAQ, but it can was I, uh no. Can I just No, you start? can't. No, not yet. No. Uh, okay. No. You have to wait your turn. Okay. This was actually a pretty good movie. I actually enjoyed this movie. I thought the the comedy was good, but not, you know, cringingly good or cringingly, you know, I didn't think the jokes were awful. There were some uh there were some homages to to other sci-fi uh classics. Uh the the jokes I thought were intelligent and landed fairly well. The pacing got a little bit weird. Um but I overall I, I actually enjoyed this movie. It it was it was much much better than what I thought it was going to be. Okay. Now you can. Okay. So I never thought I would say this. But it didn't give me a chubby. What? Why? I just, I mean, yeah, time travel. I should have a chubby for days because they time traveled so hard and so many times. Did it go over your head? It's okay to say you didn't understand it. It it didn't go over my head. It's just, um, I don't know. I don't know. It just wasn't my kind of time travel, I guess. Really? Um, I guess. I guess. I mean, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't a terrible movie. Uh, I, but I probably would never watch it again, and I probably wouldn't have ever found it. Look, all right. So the movie starts, and uh, we have got what I can only call the awesome fly-in scroll of this movie is going to suck uh, titles. Yeah, I mean, the opening opening credits did not leave me a lot of hope with this movie being any good at all. I mean, it was was like low-budget Superman ripoff. Yes, it was was terrible. But I think that adds to the charm uh, of the movie. I think they were tongue-in-cheeking that, going, yeah, this is a low-budget sci-fi movie. And yeah. we're going to make it look like a low-budget sci-fi movie, but it's actually got brains behind it. Like I said, yeah. this time travel movie does time travel better than 95% of the time travel movies well, out there. What was that one? Primer. So Primer was a pretty low-budget time travel movie, and it... Oh, it was a really low-budget time travel yeah, movie. Yeah, and it, I think it I, it kept me intrigued a little bit more. Uh, this one, I, I just, I couldn't, I don't know. I was I, I wouldn't say I was confused, but I was I was confused. Perpl- yeah, I well, I wasn't confused by the time travel or what was going on. I was perplexed into whether or not they were trying to be serious or funny because they were being funny but yet were being so serious. So I wasn't quite sure what to make of this movie. Um you know, I didn't look it up or anything like that. So, you know, I didn't know going in it was going to be a comedy or be classified as a comedy. You know, I was thinking more along the lines of hot tub time machine uh, <laughs> in, in terms of in terms of that kind of time travel. Okay, we're going to go back. Antics are going to, going to happen. Uh, we're going to save the universe or something, you know, but it was just kind of, hey, we're stuck in this pub the entire time. Right. They weren't stuck and, in the pub the entire time. Uh, yeah, okay. So they went to the backyard, which apparently the pub has a swing and 
I, I did. That's, that's not odd for, you know, bars nowadays to, to have like backyard games and swing sets and shit like that. It's well, yeah, but this was 2009, 2010. Same difference. It's it's only like 11, 11 years ago, man, that was pre COVID all kinds of shit happened back there. It wasn't pre hipster. That's true. That's true. Um, I mean, it wasn't terrible. Uh, I really wish they would have explained time leaks or, you know, cause they brought in this whole concept, this, yeah, this different, so- th- it was a new concept, right? It isn't something that's mainstream. Um, you know, I liked the whole, Oh, the time machine is built into my body. It's, it's my skeleton system. <laughs> right. Okay, fine. That's fine. Whatever. I'll, 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 I'll allow that. Um, uh, but you know, the whole time leak, it was like, okay, so what is a time leak? Um, oh, it's when time happens in a bathroom, apparently, because you take a leak and you activate it or something. You know, I don't know. But it, that just seemed, maybe I would have had a better taste in my mouth if if that was explained a little bit. Well, so, and I think or if they had explained or tried to explain what a time leak was, I think that would have taken away from the movie. I think that would have... That would have been a distraction from what was happening in the movie itself. So time travel in this movie was a means to an end. It was it was central to the plot, but the mechanics of it weren't as important as the the, the time travel itself. Well, so I yeah, I get that. Um but you know, this this chick shows up to fix the leak and right. the guy and, and, and it's, a, it's a time leak and the main character, so she's like an interdimensional Ray, plumber. Right. Right. Yeah. So the main character Ray doesn't question it, you know, in terms of time leak, what's a time leak, you know, and, and, uh, you know, and just says, you know, it's a nexus of energy or something, you know, and time, moves weird in it. Um, okay, great. That's funny because we just found something. You know, uh, maybe not the first time, but the second time when she shows up and he knows that they're time traveling and stuff, you know, he tells her, but they keep going into the bathroom. But I, I don't I don't see why they need to explain what a time leak is. They, they, they showed what a time leak was when Pete went into the bathroom and then came back and he was a short distance in the, or a short time in the future, like what, maybe 45 minutes to an hour and saw his dead self. But thought it was like years and years. Yeah. Because he, he yeah. had a beard and looked older yeah, because he yeah. had been through a bunch of shit. Yep. Yep. Cause he had so, been traveling through time for who knows how long. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, Pete is a dirty son of a bitch. How so dirty, dirty. Well, I mean, he, he smelled like shit at one point, but yeah. Well, that, but that, but he never washed his hands after peeing ever, <laughs> ever. He, so he the went first to, time he went to the first time and then got, the first, yeah, yeah. And got sprayed. Right. Okay. And, but, and then the second time when they recreate it, he pulls out his dick because they're like, do you really have to pull it out? You know? And so he pulls it out and then everybody kind of went through the motions of washing his hands or they did the whole thing again. But then they go into the ladies room. All three of them go in there to piss 
Two of them wash their hands. Well, okay. Two of them get their hands wet. He never does. He he runs out immediately. It's like, dude, this guy. And then he comes back smelling like shit. He probably wouldn't have smelled like shit if he would have just washed his hands once in a while after taking a piss or a, dropping a deuce. Apparently, maybe yeah. he was wiping his butt with his. Hand. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's no you. toilet paper in the future. <laughs> so, and the ant thing. That was just random. Yeah, that was so. Again, that was a homage to some some classic uh, sci-fi uh, movies. That one was. Oh, ants. what was the one with the with the giant ants? Was it just called ants? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I was thinking Starship Troopers, but on a tighter budget. No, there was a there was a yeah. It's just called ants. Nineteen ninety seven. It was a nuclear attack. Um, no, that's not it. That one's a small one. There was a there was a old sci-fi movie that um, created giant insects, and I can't remember. <sighs> Research on the fly. Them. Yeah, m- might have been them. Them had uh, had insects, not Empire of Ants. No, it was them. 1954 is them. Yeah. That's it. So a nuclear weapon created these giant ants. So that was a, that was an homage to them. And there were a lot of cool classic sci-fi movie homages. So they had a bunch of movie posters with uh, original titles on the outside of the theater. There was a boy's life, which was the original title for ET. There was paradox which was the working title for back to the future and then they had the movie poster for uh, the original title for close encounters of the third kind i think is what it was can't remember exactly what the third one was and then they did the back to the future poster pose and they actually recreate that for their their movie poster so there was a there was a lot of of cool looking or cool nods to to other sci-fi movies which i thought was really cool right right so the in the intro was very to me was very um starship troopers like oh yeah yeah, uh, yeah. in terms of the the ships coming in and you know we've got his his his, uh and his costume yeah looked a lot like the starship's troopers costume yeah yeah so yeah, I, I saw a lot of those nods and things like that. I mean, they they referenced Terminator and and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I, it wasn't a bad movie. It just uh, the time travel part piece of it was a little lacking. Therefore, I didn't get a chub, chubby. Well, I mean, how was it lacking? I don't understand. They they traveled just, through time. Yeah, I just I was expecting. I, I guess I like a little uh, little science or a little sci fi to my uh, to my time travel. What um, you, as uh, okay, look, look, okay, you're gonna have look, to explain that right. because I don't know what that look, means. Okay, let's just let's just pull an old one. Here's an oldie but a goodie. In eleven twenty two sixty three, they had a closet that went. Back in time. Okay. How is that any different than having in a FAQ, bathroom that goes... In FAQ, blah ba they have a toilet that goes back in time. Ergo, both of these movies are not sci-fi. Oh, for fuck's sake. There, you're, you're, you're welcome. 
I don't know. I mean, it, I mean, it's the same. It's the same rant that James would give us, in that you know, it was just it's just a closet. So I mean, it's just a toilet. Yeah, but in this you know, one, they had characters that had time machines built into their body, well, and one even had true. weapons built into her. Oh, body. that's that's true. I hadn't thought about that. I mean, it, okay, so this is more sci-fi than eleven twenty-two sixty-three. Um, but the time traveling aspect, the main, I'm going to say the main time traveling aspect. Reminded me a lot of eleven twenty two sixty three, um, some sort of portal into a hole. Well, what about the portal at the end? Well, that was to a parallel dimension. That's not time travel. That's universe <laughs> jumping. I was gonna try and get you there. You were. I, I was paying attention. I was paying attention. So, and apparently he got the girl. But they had to go to that other dimension because of their time travel exploits. So it's all related. Yeah. So, so, okay. So they, they destroy the page, which in the future, they destroy the page in the future, uh-huh. which causes everything to reset. Right. That, that in itself doesn't make sense. And here's why. Here's why. If they're time traveling, was because of some sort of device that they found or something like that that was caused by this piece of paper kickstarting time travel or what have you, kickstarting the science behind it or whatever, you know, making him the big guy. I could understand everything resetting. But from what it sounds like, the it was a time leak, which is a natural phenomenon phenomena um and so destroying that page wouldn't have negated their exploits into the future using said magical toilet but one thing one of the variables that you're missing is they all retained their memories of what happened that's true and more so uh Cassie would have been able to go back and fix both time leaks that I, and it was actually the second time leak that caused the most havoc. The, the, okay, the second why, time leak that she so, missed initially so is the one that caused, that fucked everything up. Right. So are you saying that this is not naturally occurring? Well, it, it, it's obviously naturally occurring. Right. And that, so and, why do and they her keep agency and her agency is the, is the, are the, the people TVA. that, yeah, there are the people that are supposed to, you know, fix the time leaks. They're interdimensional plumbers. So so she would have been able to go back, fix the time leaks, and then prevent them from jumping right. through time again. Right, which is what she was trying to do. But she and missed everything. the second leak. Well, well, and even the second leak, uh, so she misses it. She can still go back and do it. Um, what causes the issue is the editor coming in and wanting to destroy the paper and change the natural course of history. Um, she didn't want to destroy the paper. I thought she wanted to destroy the paper. No, she wanted to save the paper. That was the that was the pinnacle of their work. She wanted to kill them because they wouldn't contribute any more to culture. Oh, right, 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 right. She was there to kill them, not save the paper. She wanted to save the paper. That's why she was that's killing why, yeah. yeah, that's why everybody died and the paper stayed okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, now, now, the inconsistency is why was the paper still there 
after everything reverted back and still wet. Right. Why was it wet? Why did it have Guinness on it? Why didn't you know you see what was on it? Right. That, right. That's uh, the yeah. inconsistency there. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that, and that's uh, and the fact that they remember what they were doing, even and yet the rest of the bar doesn't. Yeah. Do so have, and, and have it's, some- it's not necessarily that the rest of the bar doesn't. I mean, they may. They just didn't. They didn't say if the rest of the bar did or not. They kind of glossed over that. Right. Maybe it's because they didn't use the bathroom. Yeah. If they, I guess maybe if they hadn't been caught in the tachyon particles or something, they hadn't been caught in the causal loop, then maybe they wouldn't retain them. I don't know. Oh, did you notice his shirt said casual loop? That was funny. Yeah. 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 I, I, I just didn't get, I didn't get excited about it. I mean, it was it's technical good. time travel and not, it, well, not yeah, fantasy not, time travel. So sure, it's fantasy time travel that gets you no, hard. Oh, no. See, I'm okay. I'm okay with Back to the Future and that kind of stuff. And that's technical. That's technological, too. I think this I does know. it better than, than Back to the Future. Or at least the, at least the logic in their time travel is better than Back to the Futures. Yeah. I like that they said, quit, don't touch yourself. A lot. A lot, yeah. Quit. Don't touch yourself. Don't touch yourself. Yeah. Quit playing with yourself. Which is something that would be impossible for you. Mm-hmm. Well, it actually, I was okay. I mean, because it didn't get me a chubby on this one. I I bet you were still touching I had, yourself. No, I had I had the uh, I had the box of Kleenexes ready to go, and just nothing. I didn't need that visual. wasn't in the mood. Well, you got it, whether you wanted it or not. You got that visual. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, you're welcome. I do what I can. Um, so this also reminded me a lot of um, like Hot Fuzz or Shaun of the Dead. Well, yeah, it's it, it's definitely got it's, British comedy DNA in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and I enjoy British it, comedy because I mean it's it's a it, it's definitely a different type of comedy. Uh, some of the some of the comedy in in, in British comedies is is a bit more subtle, a bit more intellectual, I think, than than some American comedies. But it's it's yeah, fun. It just it reminded me of it more more so for uh, not necessarily the well the comedy, but also the fact that it was very. Um, just like one or two locations, right? It was it was very contained, which is what Sean, you know, even Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, you know, it was one or two locations and they were done. Oh, they had um, plenty of locations in Shaun of the Dead. They had their apartment. They had the convenience well, store. They had his mom's house. Yeah, they but I mean, it was it. Yeah, girlfriend's okay. apartment. They had the pub. Okay. And then in maybe hot well, fuzz, the pub, it was all over that fucking town. Well, yeah, it was in the town. Yeah, I don't know. It just it just reminded me. I guess the the whole pub thing kind of reminded me of Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, it's a very pub centric kind of yeah. show. Yeah. So which okay, what is with that? Uh, okay, so so what the guy had to duck through that tiny door. It, was there like two different pubs in that same building? I didn't. I don't know. To, I don't know if there was he a. He had to go if, over to the other one, which was like, it looked fancy. 
Yeah, I don't know. Is that where you get the beer? Is in the is in the other side? Well, no, because he said it, they, he went up to the bar or whatever at first, and they said they were out. Well, you'll have to go over to whatever they said. You know, and he goes through that small door, right? Gets the beer, comes back. I just, I it, and it was like two different decors. So I don't know. It was maybe just, it was, yeah, just, maybe it was, it was a weird. second pub. I don't know. No, they they do it weird in Britain. I mean, I know some some restaurants that have like two different bars, typically on different floors. But yeah, but what was what? My whole thing is what's with that that door? That short ass door <laughs> with the sign just, above it that said duck or grouse. Yeah, I mean that just seemed. Like an accident waiting to happen. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. And we learned that time travel adds 20 pounds. Uh, well, he, it adds more than that. He, he, he did a lot of time travel. He did a lot, a lot of tra- time traveling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was just mean. So did he buy souvenirs at the movie theater? Cause it came out with a fucking bag of shit. I, so I thought that was just his, I thought that was just like his day bag. Type of deal. No, like, it was like a it was like a plastic like, bag with right with writing on maybe, it. With yeah, it looked maybe, like a theater bag. May, maybe they have a gift shop. Do they sell shit, gifts and stuff, yeah. in, in yeah, British they, theaters? Yeah, they've got uh, they've got a they've got a gift shop. <laughs> you know, I don't know. So I I want to know what's some of the stuff that was in his book. Other than just the one thing, you know, what do you what I, do you think kinda, the what do you think the pinnacle of their cultural man? I don't know achievement I don't know. was. I don't know. It was so thinking back know. on it, he was writing stuff down about their conversations, but it wasn't the stuff on. Yeah, that's what he was. That's what he was writing in there, um, but he wasn't. He had written a letter to people on how to do. S- movies yeah and then on the back when he was talking about his conversation yeah conversation about the time travel and when they were talking about that was was on the back of of their letter to hollywood yeah i don't i don't but do you think it was that same conversation about whatever it was that um uh the idea that they had or he was having with the yodel the ninja yodeler? Yeah, ninja yodeler. No. No? <laughs> no. No, because Pete said that it was his idea. So I think I think it was their conversation after uh, Ray had come back from talking with Cassie and they were discussing, you know, how, how all that would work. But you think he was, I don't, I don't know. Which kind of makes you wonder if this whole thing was just, what he had written and and they came up together, came up with together. And this was the story that was in his book and none of it actually happened. Oh, so they were like living out the story. Yeah. I don't know. We'll never know. Whatever it was, it was golden and magical. Yeah. Which I kind of thought was, was a nod to Pulp Fiction, you know, when Vincent and, uh, uh, Oh my God. Oh my God! What was Sam L. Jackson's character's name? I don't remember. Oh my God! How did that just fucking escape my head? Uh, I don't know. I can't. It's been so long since I've seen it. I don't remember their names. 
It's only been like a month or so. Jules, 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 Jules. Okay. Jules. Vincent and Jules. Yeah, so when Vincent and Jules recover Marcellus's briefcase, Vincent opens it up to check and make sure that everything's okay, and it glows in his face. And it's like the most beautiful thing he's ever seen. Yeah. Do you so think the, that was the, the a nod theory to that? Is, the theory is that was Marcellus Wallace's soul. Oh, okay. And that even the soul of uh, somebody as, as evil as Marcellus Wallace was is still beautiful. Gotcha. Okay. You got a haiku for us this week? Yeah. So I had one, uh, but I had to destroy it for the sake of the timeline. Oh, my God. No, really, I do have one. Um, this one, um, I, didn't, I didn't come up with the title for this one. I don't know. Time travel. Guinness. Who knows? Here we go. Way to phone it in. Time. Yeah. Well, I just, I couldn't come up with something. Hot tub time machine. No. No, you can't use that. Does the haiku involve hot tubs? No. All right. Here we go. Um, This one is titled Time Leak. Time in Jeopardy had to destroy this haiku. Crappy time travel. (laughs) You're hung up on the whole time travel mechanic and it's I was it's not even pertinent to the story. Look, that's just that's just what I was hung up on on this thing because I I went in looking for a chubby and I got nothing but limp. So nothing's changed. Normal. No, not really. <laughs> All right, no. you got any awards this week? <sighs> yeah. Who's got your black lung? Uh, I gave it to Pete. Because um, he was always lighting up. Yeah, that's who's getting mine too. Pete was the smoker yep. of the group. Uh, he's the yep. one with the Zippo. Yep. That they ran out of fluid. Yep. Until they needed it, and then they did. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, so Pete gets mine. All right. Who's got your head lush? Oh, I'm just going to give it to the boys. Just just all three of them. Um because they fight over whose turn it is. Um, and they love them some Guinness. Who doesn't? Me. Why? Guinness is gross. No, it's not. Have you ever had a Guinness? Yes. When? Yes. When? Uh, long time ago. I don't believe you. Uh, well, believe it or don't, it's gross. I don't think you've ever had one. I think I think you like warm Guinness, which is even worse. No, I don't like warm Guinness. You don't drink yeah, Guinness you do. warm. Yeah, you you do. <sighs> Who's your head lush? Um, so my head lush is going to go to Pete for the way that he downed his Guinness so that he could uh, go take a piss. Well, he didn't wanted to make sure nobody else like uh, you, you know did something to it right while he was gone. Yeah. All right. Who's got your player? Oh, I gave it to Ray for getting the time traveler. Yep, Ray gets mine as well. You put the hey, moves that's on a, Cassie, they kind of got together. That's a twosome. That's that's not a thing. Well, it's going to be because we can't do threesomes anymore. No, that's that's not a thing. That's not a thing we're doing on this show. I'm going to keep trying. I hate you. Who's got your mm-hmm. purple hippo? Oh, I gave it to uh I gave it to Pete 
uh, for time traveling first and basically coming back as a changed man um, and being convinced that time travel was a thing. And then we're also going to give it to him for the things that he saw by himself in the woods. Yeah. So that's, yeah, mine's going to Pete as well for going to take a piss and then coming out and seeing your older, deader body. Yep. Yep. Not that much older. Well, I mean, well, yeah. Actually, well, kind of was. Yeah. Yeah. That much yeah, older. So, yeah, that's true. Are we picking numbers today? No, we are not picking numbers today. Oh, well, that's good. That just means that uh, it's something that's uh, potentially good. It's something brand new. Yeah. Something brand new. Yeah. So in two weeks. Two weeks. Yes. Maybe. Two weeks. Shut up. It'll be two weeks. In two weeks, we will be discussing the feature adaptation of Frank Herbert's science fiction novel about the son of a noble family entrusted to protect the most valuable asset and most vital element in the galaxy. Is it The Martian? No. This stars Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, and Zendaya. In two weeks, we're going to discuss 2021's Dune. Dune. It's also got Oscar Isaacs in it. Yep. It's Uh, got Oscar Isaacs. It's got... It doesn't have Brolin in it. Yep. It's got uh, James Brolin. Yeah. It's also got uh, Momoa, Jason Momoa in it. Yeah. It's got all sorts of people. It looks really good. So I'm I'm excited to see... It looked interesting. I'm excited to see this film. I'm excited to see... um, how they adapted the novel Dune. Um, I'm excited to compare it up to uh, David Lynch's Dune. And I liked David Lynch's Dune. I thought it was a good movie. Um, yeah, I, it, just, it definitely, I hope their personal shields are better, though. I, yeah, I, I do too, <laughs> but you got to understand the technology back when David Lynch did his Dune was primitive compared to what they have available today. So... Well, I would totally yeah. expect the the effects to be much better in this Dune than it was. Yeah, but you can't you can't use Patrick Stewart as a uh, as a barometer for how old this is because he hasn't had <laughs> hair in years. That's true. <laughs> he could have he could have been twenty five at when this was filmed, and you wouldn't have known. Very very true. Yeah, we've yeah. done two Rebecca Ferguson movies in just two months. She's getting a lot of work lately. What what else was she in? Oh, she was in the Reminiscence. Uh, Reminiscence. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this also has Stellan Skarsgård in it. I didn't realize that. Ah. Dave like Bautista. Oh, that's right. Dave Bautista plays one of the one of the sons of uh uh one of the Harkonnen sons. Well, way to spoil it. It's in the trailers. Oh, okay. So yeah, this thing's got a stacked cast. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I hope it doesn't suck. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, see how well it does uh, in theaters on uh, opening weekend. That'd be well. It's also releasing on HBO Max, so I right. don't expect yeah. it to be just a huge hit in theaters. Especially yeah. if you can get it on HBO Max and not have to go to the theater. I'm going to go see it in theaters. Great. I'm going to watch it on HBO Max. I might watch it on HBO Max as well. All right, that's all we got for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music is Snack Picks My Machete. Time travel? If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter at status underscore podcast, or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. 
If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon. For this week, I'm Jason. I'm Rob from 20 minutes ago. And it's called Deja Vu. That means that the Matrix had a glitch. And we'll talk to no, you in two weeks. we time traveled. <laughs>